All right. What's up, people? So, how many of you never saw me uh, preach before? Raise your hand if you if you saw me before preaching. So, I just want to say I'm very very glad to be back at Gethsemane Church. I really miss you guys. Um, so, I just want to say, um, so how many of you like our G3 band group over here? Noel and all of them. Um, I got something to say to this band group. They know I'm the best drummer of that band group, y'all. <laughs> they know. They know. But listen, this is what God gave my heart this morning. Why we need a Christian family? Because let me tell you something. God loves us more than anything that we need in this world right now. Let's, I'm going to preach the word to y'all this morning. I tell you what. Um, God laid this on my heart this morning. I told my, I told Pastor Mark I was coming to preach for him this morning, and everyone here, I'm glad y'all came to see me. So afterwards, me and Damien's going to be in the hallway greeting you and everything. So thank y'all for coming. Hebrews 10 and 25, it says, Not forsaken, uh, assembling to ourselves together as the manner of some, some, some but, but, but escorting, on one another, and and so much than more as you see in the day. You know, you know when you think about family, you think about your friends, your your friends at the hospital, dentist's office, doctor's office, uh, um, here at church or at work, or you know, it's just different things, guys. Because because I tell you what, God laid my heart to you guys, and I appreciate y'all for what y'all do. So thank you. Colossians 3 and 6, it says, Let the world Christ dwell in you richly, all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another, palms and hymns, spiritual songs, and singing with grace in your heart. I tell you what, um, my mama and Katie can sing real good. And, and, and I, amen. amen. And, and I'm proud to have Brother Joey, too, because he can sing real good as well. So I love y'all so much. Thank you, Bangor, for what y'all do for me over the years, and I appreciate it. I got one more scripture for you today. Romans 12, 10, and 11 says, it says, Be kindly of effect to others, brotherly love, honor, giving purpose to, to one another, not leaning, and what's that? What's this long for... Forever in the spirit, serving the Lord. You know what? Uh, you know what? Um, when God talks to me to do things that I need to do, there's heaven right there in that place. Come on, y'all! I'm, I'm, I'm preaching. Come on! Come on, somebody! Come on! Why do we need? Why do we need a church family to to encourage and to lift up one another? Hey, you know what? Uh, I have been lifting up others since since I was just a little tiny baby until now. God is good, ain't that right? God all the time. God is good. And and, and I got two more things. And to worship with you, you are supposed to worship with your family, not not the devil. Your family, because because I'm telling you, if the Holy Ghost starts starts moving on me, it's gonna get better. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on. 
and to learn from or be taught by. I want to tell you what, God really touched my heart because I'm here for, for, for one reason, and that is to play those drums with this band that I got here. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. You know what? I can tell you what. I can feel the presence of the Lord already. Can, can, can y'all feel the presence of the Lord? So right before Damien comes, I want to say thank you, Mark, for letting me come do this. Peace out, everybody. Goodbye. Until we see you next time. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Come on, give Pastor Jared a hand. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Are you glad to be here today? Amen. Did God brought you from a mighty warm way? He brought you today. Amen. Come on. Y'all got to be excited today. Amen. Come on. You're alive today. You're well. You're not sick in your body. You're not dead. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. That's all right. You're alive today. Some people can't even move. That's right. Amen, somebody. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Feel good today, Pastor Mark. Maybe because of all that coffee I drank this morning. Amen. <laughs> I don't know. Amen. Jared got me excited. Amen. That was good. Bam. All right. So, today we're going to commence reading Psalms chapter 4. Psalms chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. On the board, you see the King James Version. Those of you who watch live on Facebook, thank you for coming to Family Day, and thank you all for being here today. Amen. Amen. Psalms chapter 4, we're going to look at three verses to you. All right. David says here, he said, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Verse 2 says, O ye sons of men, how long? Somebody say, how long? long? Y'all going to talk back to me today. How long will ye turn my glory into shame? (laughs) How long will ye love vanity and seek after leasing? Verse 3 says, but know that the Lord hath set apart uh, him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank God for this time. We thank you, God, for what you've done in this place already. And Father, we ask you, Lord God, to stay here with us, Lord, as we look deep into your word. And Father, that we are family, we are one, but we have to be one with you. And Father, we love you and we praise you. Uh, we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen. 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 So when I was uh, writing this message about a week and a half ago, uh, I had to write two different messages for, for uh, two services. One was in Abbeville and this one for us. But uh, I was going to speak this at the church in Abbeville, but God said, you need to speak this here. He said, you need to speak this for my people. So if you are a child of God today, this is for you. Even if you're not saved, this is for you. The word is for everybody. Amen. But God specifically told me, he said, Damien, this is for my people to hear. So I'm asking you to listen today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do I have a praying church in here? I'm going to preach well whether you look at me or not. Amen? In this part of the psalm, my brothers and sisters, David is pouring his heart out into the the song and wrote about his complaints uh, against his enemies that he found peace and refuge in God. Don't you know when you go through things in life, you will find peace anyway. If you have God inside of you, you will have that peace that passes all understanding. Am I talking right this morning? My brothers and sisters, we are facing a time in where man is trusting and depending on many things, Pastor Mark. Instead of putting their trust and faith in something they can count on. There are many things that we can count on without even realizing it. 
When we put our key into the ignition, we expect our vehicle to start up without any issues. When we sit on a chair, we expect that chair to not cripple on us when we sit on it. When we get married, we expect our spouses to not cheat on us. There are many things we put 100% in and our trust in, but how about in God? Do you put that same faith in that trust you have in that chair as much as you do in God? Y'all mighty quiet today. In verse 1, my brothers and sisters, David was crying out to God saying, hear me. Somebody say, hear me. Hear me when I call. God will hear you when you call, but only if you desire him. Only if you truly desire him. People come into church services week in and week out. They cry. They yell. They scream for God's attention. And once they leave, it seems as though they're back in the same hell that they were, they were once in before. This confuses me. When we truly seek after God's heart, when we come here and you got something in your heart, you got something that's bothering you, you come down to your altar and you pray, but then you turn back and do what you want to do. That's not how it works, people. That's not how it works. See, once you truly seek after God, he will give you his attention. Am I right about it? But it's up to you to accept what he offers. My God, y'all quiet today. When, 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 when you want a true relationship and pursuance with, with and for God, you must give up some things to follow him. You don't believe me? You got to give up lying on others. You got to give up treating other people wrong. You got to give up any bad habits or temptations that may linger around in your life. You got to give it up. If you want that true salvation, if you want that true uh, uh, experience with him. So why do you think people go through so much, Noel? Why do you think uh, uh, we, we go through so much as Christians? That is because we want to hold on to what we think is good for us instead of putting our trust and faith in God. My God. If you're, if you're tired of fighting today, if you're tired of crying, if you're tired of going through so much, I'm telling you today that you need to do something. Look at somebody sitting next to you and say, do something about it. You didn't like that person. Look at somebody else and say, do something about it. Look, I'm sick and tired of us Christians complaining about the same situation that we put our own selves in. I'm tired of us complaining and worrying about the same thing we've been praying on for 10 years. Let me tell you something. If you pray to God, he will answer it for you if you know him. See, see, they, they want you, and sometimes people want other people to feel sorry for themselves uh, and, and to seek attention. But I'm telling you today that you need to stop your mess and cry out to God. Amen. That's tired of this message. Stop your mess. God told me to tell somebody today to stop your mess and trust me. He's telling the church folk today, the Christians today, Pastor Keith, to stop all that crying, stop all that complaining about, oh, woe is me, and go to God. Amen. Go to him first. Amen. Go to him first. Stop your mess. Stop playing with God. Now, if we pay closer attention to verse 2, I'm feeling good today. If we pay closer attention to verse 2, Pastor Mark, David is talking about those who, who keep playing with him, who keep playing with their lives and to God. He says, how long? Somebody say, how long? How long will ye love vanity or worthlessness? How long will you seek after leasing or falsehood? How long, church, are we going to keep playing with ourselves? How long, church, are you going to keep playing with God and deceiving him every time? Let me break it down to you today. When you sin and you know what you do is wrong and you know you've done it the wrong way, you pray to God and you say, Lord, I won't do that again. Uh-huh, but, but, then, but then you go back and you do the same thing that you promised God that you will not do, 
but you do it anyway. And do you come back here crying and yelling and screaming back here at the altar and you say, Lord, I won't do that again. Let me tell you something, people. God, I'm telling you that one day God will stop putting up with your foolishness. Y'all don't like me today. God will stop putting up with it. I know this is family day, but this is the message that he gave me today. God will stop putting up with your foolishness. You don't believe me? Look at Genesis 6 and 3. I got it here. It says, and the Lord said that my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. And look at Revelation 2, 5. Jesus said, do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick or thy lampstand out of his place. Accept thou repent. So meaning if you just repent to God and you know you've done what's wrong, go to God and pray and say, Lord, I'm sorry, but sin, let me tell you something about this. When you ask God for forgiveness, he will forgive you. But it's your job to not go do it again. Why, why do you think you go through so much? Why do you think you're facing the same thing you've been facing with? How come you've been struggling with this, this situation, with this marriage problem, with this financial issues? Whatever the problem may be, it's because you're going back doing the same old stuff that you used to do. Man, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. This gives clarification that if we just stop our mess, people of God, God will. <laughs> that is why he is a gracious God, but yet a just God. He will give us chance after chance after chance after chance after chance after chance until one day our chances will be no more. My God. So how long, church? How long, people of God, are you going to fool yourself and make a mockery out of yourself? You can pretend that everything is okay and you're going just fine, but you can't out-fool God. You can fool everybody else. You can have a smile on your face, but you're hurting deep down inside. I've been there before. We all have. Don't act like you're lying in here. We're in church. But, but let me tell you something. We all go through so much pain. I play it off well. Let me be honest. I can talk about myself today. I can play it off so well. I have a smile on my face. I'm happy going Thumbs up, good to see you today, fist pumping, high five, but I'm struggling deep down in the inside. But there's something inside of me that said, enough is enough. I'm tired of this. I'm going to go to God first because the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then everything shall be added unto you. See, Pastor Keith, most people don't want to look at that part. They just want to go to the part that says, added unto you. They don't know how to seek him. But I'm telling you, church, if you seek God first, that means in everything, financial, marriage, Family, whatever the case may be, seek God first. That's Matthew 6 and 33. That, that cost you nothing. That was free. See, Christians, you should know what you need to do when you face situations. Go to God first. Stop seeking after things that you know is wrong. Am I talking to anybody today? Stop seeking after things that you know is wrong and seek after God. He wants what's best for you. And it's not his fault when bad things happen to us, what we chose to do the wrong thing. Stop your mess. Somebody say, stop your mess. Stop making yourself look like a fool and go out there and conquer and do what God's work. Go do God's business, which is to save souls that are lost and strive to live a godly life. Speak about that godly life. However, in verse 3, David states that God sets himself apart from those who are not godly. Because he is God. That's just who he is. As young folks say, it is what it is. My teens, you know what I'm talking about, all right? It is what it is, all right? In verse 3, he, he says that because he's God. With, that, with David realizing that he is God, he gives him, that gives him confidence to know that God will be there for him all the time. 
That is why David says that the Lord will, somebody say will, will hear me when I call unto him. God will hear you, no doubt. But stop your mess and try to find a rabbit in the, in the holes around and things that are called life and go to God first. If you're facing hardships today, y'all come on up here. If you're facing hardships today, call to God. If your marriage is falling apart, call to God. If you want to get out of your situation that you've been going through for a long time, call to God. If your life seems to be falling apart, call to God. If he will come through you, he will come for you each and every time if you just call unto him. Amen. Call unto him. Stop playing. Call him. If you're a child of God, stop playing around. Stop fooling around. Go to him. Stop what you're doing and seek him first. Stop playing mind games with yourself, church. Stop having other people feel sorry for yourself. My God, stop having people feel sorry for you just to seek attention. Stop acting like you ain't got no look of sense and stop blaming God for your own mistakes. See, as a child of God, yes, we will fall short. Yes, we will fail. But we should realize that we, will, we should put our trust and our faith in someone that we can count on. Like I said in the beginning, the same faith you have in trusting your uh, key that goes initially to start your vehicle, you should put that same faith and trust in God. Because once you put that key in this, you don't even think about it. You just turn it on. Hopefully the starter will start, but you don't even think about that. You turn it on. Same thing you should do for God. He will come for you and through you each and every time. If you know him. If you know him. Now, if you don't know him today, today's your opportunity to get to know him so that you can be out of your situation and move forward in God. See, life is not, and I told this to this church and I told this to my team group, life is not about how you fall, it's how you get back up again. Stop letting people tell you you should give up. Stop, stop letting people tell you, oh, just, just quit. You keep moving forward in God. Amen. If you're a child of God today, you better listen to me good. If you're a child of God today and you don't know who you are, I'm telling you who you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. You can overcome anything that comes your way. That's who you are. See, the amount of faith and trust that you have on material things, I'm telling you today, all God is asking of you today is put the same faith and trust in him. He wants to help you, but you need to stop your mess, grow up, stop being a kid, grow up, and go live a life that God wants you to live, wants you to laugh. See, see once you realize who you are in God, you can pray for something, and it will come to pass. When Peter, you don't believe me, I'm about to give you some points. When Peter, four of them, Pastor Keith, when Peter was in prison for preaching God's word, the church had faith. Y'all didn't hear me today. The church had faith and prayed for Peter's release. So the angel came and got Peter out of his jail cell. When Jerusalem was under attack, Hezekiah prayed uh, to, to save his people. And God told, uh, and he told them to keep their faith in God. But that same night, 185,000 Assyrian soldiers were destroyed and the people were saved. Uh, the third attempt was this, was when the thief was on the cross. There were two of them, but one of them, the thief was on the cross. He asked Jesus to save him before he died. Am I right about it? And Jesus said, today you shall be with me in paradise. The fourth point about that, when Jesus was about to be arrested and crucified for us. Why? But for us, for our sake, he prayed for God's will to be done. So for Peter's sake, 
The church had faith. He was saved from the prison cells. He was saved from the prison walls. For the people of Jerusalem, y'all with me today, for the people of Jerusalem, they followed God's plan, and God fought for them. For the thief on the cross, even if he was about to die, even though it was all over for him in that moment of time, Pastor Mark, but he had faith in God. He trusted God. He knew God. He wanted him for himself. He had faith in Christ, and he was saved. For Jesus' uh, pursuit to the cross, huh? he prayed for God's will to be done, and he saved the whole world. I'm telling you, stop your mess. Stop it. Stop. Be still, the word says. Hallelujah. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and know that he will come through for you each and every time. I'm a living witness. He will be there for you when no one else is. This is what I told somebody recently at my job. I said, I'd rather have the whole world against me than God. Y'all didn't hear me. I'd rather have everybody against me than God. Once God turns his back on you, you got nothing else. Stop playing games with him. Stop it. Now, I know this was family day, and I know we're supposed to be happy going, but this is the message he, that he gave. I can't, I can't outdo God. I can't. I can't question him. He just gave this to me. But a family may look different. Look at everybody here today. Look around. We all look different. But everyone in that family is meant to be there. A family may look different, but everyone in that family is meant to be there. Gethsemane, we are different people, yes. But we are meant to be here. We are meant to be here for each other. Those of you watching live, look at your family. Everyone in your family is meant to be there. You may have your ups and your downs. You may disagree. You may agree on some things. You may not seem eye to eye, but they're meant to be there for a reason. But stop your mess. Stop playing around with God. They're going to sing these couple of songs, but this song says, you say, I am who you say I am. I'm telling you this, if you're a child of God, you better be right with him or you're going to be left behind. If you're not saved today, get right, you're going to be left behind. It's time for us to stop uh, sugarcoating the word. It's time for us to stop, stop preaching all this prosperity stuff and start preaching the truth. People are dying. That's like they never died before. People are getting lost like they've never been lost before. The Bible says that they would have itching ears. They ain't even going to listen to you. Stop your mess and trust God. If you're a child of God today, I'm, I'm trying to stop, but I'm serious. You're laughing at me, but I'm serious. Watch you go through something and what you're going to do. I asked my teens that. I said, what's the first reaction when you get mad? What's the first reaction when something happens to you? They said, I cry, I, 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 I punch a wall, I, I, I do this, I do that. I said, you can do all that, but wouldn't it be simpler if you just go to God first? Now I'm talking to some grown folk today, and to everybody, my teens know, but I'm talking to some grown people today who act like they ain't got no sense. If you know God, act like it, so that your children will see that, so that they won't go through stuff. Once you put God in the center of your household, he will take care of everything. Once you put God in the center of your life, he will take care of everything. Most people go to God for money. God's not all about that. Most people go to God just for health. You're going to die one day. I'm serious. Go to God for now. Go to God so that you can be right. 
And once you're right with him and you stop playing with him, get saved, stop playing around with him. But let me tell you this, because I'm yelling and screaming, you see me turning around and spitting and veins popping out, it's because there's a pursuance I have for God. That's the word that God gave for me for this year, a pursuance. I can pursue God, but there has to be a pursuance in him. I challenge you today, church, to pursue God with all your heart. Everything that's inside of you. So when something comes up, you know how to fight. In this Christian armor, we're not wimps. No. No, we don't give up, Pastor Mark. No, we don't. Brother Mark, we don't, we don't just sit down and let things run all over us. No. You, look, you read the word. Read the word. When the children of God had to fight, they fought, but God fought for them. God fought for them. Same God who was there then is the same God who's there now and forevermore, the word says. He's there for you now. My God, let us pray. Father.